Okay, welcome everybody to the Not Hebrew School podcast. My name is Aaron Eisman. I am the very lucky rabbi of Ma'ar at NYU and Lower Manhattan Schools. I am joined by a graduate of NYU, Revitz and Lizzie Savetsky. How are you, Lizzie? Baruch Hashem, the sun is shining. It's Friday. I'm talking to the rabbi. <laughs> My favorite rabbi, don't tell anyone. <clears throat> Occasionally, everything lines up just to be, uh, everything's perfect. So it's about to get much more perfect. And I say this a lot, but I will venture to say that this might be the most important uh, podcast or the most important message that anyone can ever, ever hear. And although it's a bold statement, it's, it's uh, very easily backed up because this week's Torah portion is the Ten Commandments uh, through which the entire world was shaped. And, uh, and you know, so it's a bold statement, but uh, I just hope I don't fumble the message uh, because it is so vital, so powerful, and so important uh, to internalize for us and for the entire world. So let us jump right in. Are you ready? Okay, yes, ready. I am ready to dive in head first into the <laughs> Ten Commandments. Let's go. Okay. So the Ten Commandments. You know that the Mishnah and really Kabbalah teach a very profound idea. Although we have the Ten Commandments, there are a number of tens in the Torah and Judaism. There's the Ten Plagues. Uh, when God created the world, he, the Mishnah says, he created the world with 10 statements. And everything in the world, the whole universe was created by those 10 statements. But the first statement was yesh me'ayin, something from nothing, ex nihilo. In other words, we don't have that nowadays. Everything comes from something, right? A person has a disease, they go to the doctor, they say, What's it from or what's it caused by? Where did it come from? So the doctor will tell you or the doctor will say, I don't know. But the doctor will never say it comes from nowhere. <laughs> it just just appeared. Everything comes from something. It transformed energy, matter, whatever it is. But there's nothing that comes from nothing. The first statement that God <clears throat> said in creating the world was, yesh me'ayin, something from nothing. So basically, when God said his first statement, that first statement was yesh me'ayin, something from nothing. It was that something was the seed for the entire universe. If you see an apple tree, right, you know that there was one seed that contained the entire apple tree. Everything you see now, the branches, the leaves, the bark, the apples, everything inside the apples, everything was... In contained in that little seed. The universe was the same thing. When God said his first statement, he created a seed where in which the entire universe was created. So the first statement was ex nihilo, something from nothing. And then the next nine unpacked those, uh, that, that, uh, that seed and created this universe. And everything that you see in this universe, you and me and the people and the trees and the History, everything comes from those 10 statements. What does that have to do with the Ten Commandments? Everything. 
Because the Ten Commandments were the same thing. The Ten Commandments are a microcosm of the entire Torah. And all Ten Commandments come from the First Commandment. So the First Commandment is vital to understand and to internalize and to master because the Ten come from the One and the whole Torah. All morality, all of our ethics, all of our values come from that one. It's all from that seed, just like the creation of the world. So it is vital to understand that first commandment. Are you ready to jump into the first commandment? So if I told you, Robinson, that you have to return lost objects, you would understand how to do that. If I tell you you have to honor your parents, you would understand how to do that. If I tell you you have to give charity, you would understand how to do that. But I'm going to tell you the first commandment, and I want you to tell me how to do it. I want you to do it. I'm going to give the commandment, and anyone who's listening can uh, share below uh, how to fulfill this commandment. You ready? This is the ready. first commandment, which is the seed of every single mitzvah in the Torah, of every commandment of every deed. This is the seed of it all. So let's understand the seed. You ready? Here we go. The first commandment is, dun, 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 dun. I am Hashem, your God. I'm the Lord, your God, who took you out of the land of Egypt. Do it. There is, there's no how to. It's just, it's a statement. It's not a, it's not a. Uh... Which part of 10 commandments wasn't clear? It's a commandment. I and the Lord, your God, who took you out of the land of Egypt. You're right, uh, Robinson. It doesn't seem like a commandment, but it's part of the Ten Commandments. It's a commandment. What is the commandment? Anyone who's listening now can share your answer or help out the Robinson. I would say see God in everything. Okay, expand. But I, the Egypt part, you know, it's a little... Uh, we did discuss this last week. Um, the Egypt portion. Why do we? Why do we bring that into everything? Um, and I believe that you said it's because we, um, when we talk about Egypt, we're bringing ourselves in. We because it was uh, we met God um, in order to leave Egypt. We had to do our own action. Okay, so uh, very good, Robinson. You kind of spoiled it because you hit hit the nail on the head. Oh, uh, did I? Okay, like sorry. Fumble a little bit. So sorry. I, I okay, it's a smart. <laughs> sorry, guys. No, no, I <laughs> am a good student. What can I say? You're 100% right. And a couple of people also uh, responded below uh, the, the, the correct answer that I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt. That means notice I am in your life. In other words, Notice, God didn't say, I am the Lord your God who created the world, right? That's a much bigger accomplishment to create the world than to take us out of Egypt, right? Bringing a swarm of locusts is nice, but creating locusts is more impressive. Bringing a swarm of wild animals is impressive, but creating wild animals is even more impressive. Yeah. So why did God say, I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt? You know why? Because I'm still intimately involved in your life and yes i created nature but i will manipulate nature for you i can change nature for you and 
everything that happens in your life, that which is natural and the supernatural is all supernatural. Right? As we spoke about last week, just because we're not used to swarms of locusts, that's that's amazing. Whoa, what a miracle. But we need to be just as inspired by a locust and by seas and, and splitting. You know, if we're impressed by the splitting of the sea, shouldn't we be impressed by the existence of a sea? So the first of the Ten Commandments is wake up. See God in everything in the world. Bittel Hayesh, get our ego out of the way and see the infinite in everything. Walk outside, see the trees and the sky and the people and the animals and the, and the grass and the, and the trees and you see everything and see God within it. See the God is definitely in my coffee right now. <laughs> exactly. So, so, you know, don't just drink a coffee, but appreciate. That, that that coffee it's hot and it's refreshing and it's an upper and it, and it gives you it gives you wakes you up right that who created that system so if you ask the scientists well there's caffeine and uh, the caffeine grows and it does I don't know exactly how it works right but but that but instead of that's true that that, that there is a science behind it but what's behind the science who created the coffee bean. that ability the coffee where the coffee bean come from how did it happen? So the midst of the first of the Ten Commandments is notice God in everything. And as Rabbi Victor Miller said, the difference between a great person and a not great person is the amount of time they spend thinking about Hashem. And therefore, every single one of the mitzvot is laced with this idea in order to get us to focus and to think about the Creator. There's a beautiful... You know, there's a beautiful uh, custom that 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 I started, but it's a Jewish, very Jewish idea called hisposedus. Um, and and hisposedus is to just walk outside and just appreciate the world, appreciate what we have, appreciate the trees and the clouds and the, and the grass, appreciate uh, our gifts, right? And thank God for them. Say, well, thank you, Hashem, that I could see and I could hear, that I could walk and I could talk, I could smell, I could. I have teeth and I have a mouth and I could I have food to eat and I have livelihood and I have a family, right? Just just express it. Not like sort of in the back of our mind as we're, you know, running for the bus, we're drinking our, our first coffee, right? But to internalize, so the first of the Ten Commandments is to internalize that revelation. What do you say? I say I see God in everything. And that's the that's the mission. That is the 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 core of everything. Is to see God in everything. To wake up, get rid of our ego. And you know, you look at the uh, self help section. You know, like the the self help industry. You know, it's such a you know million billion dollar industry now. And but the really, if you if you had to uh, boil it all down to one concept, it would be this same concept: that get out of the way, let go, and let God. And maybe that I don't use those religious words. But uh, it would be it would be that there's something bigger than us. There's something greater than us. That you know we do our best and relax, be serene and 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 calm because there's something greater than us out there. And that's what the first commandment is to connect to that. It's beautiful. I want to I want to uh, I want to highlight an interesting thing before God gave uh, to backtrack a little bit before God gave 
the Ten Commandments, uh, God was telling Moses they're, they're about to get the Torah, and the Jewish people were around the mountain, and God was going to uh, come to stand on the mountain and talk to the Jewish people and, and give, give us the, the Torah. And an interesting, perhaps strange dialogue between God and Moses. And God is very strong to Moses. Make sure the people do not, uh, do not approach the mountain. And, and then he says it that, uh, twice. Like, make sure, and if anybody approaches the mountain, they'll die. And, and just like such strong language of, you know, of warning, don't approach the mountain. Sort of like, you know, if like, you know, someone's, someone's like, hey, don't go there, don't go there. It's like, whoa, there, there must be a reason why I want to go there. Like, what is the urgency to approach the mountain that God had to warn the Jewish people so many times not to approach the mountain? I'm going to let you answer this one. <laughs> so there's a beautiful answer based on the first thing that we just discussed. True happiness comes when I recognize God in everything. You know why? Because there's a piece of God within me. And when I see God in the tree, I'm uniting myself. I'm expressing a part of myself. Uh, you know, there's such a popular notion, in, you know, on campus and in the world, really, just be yourself. You know, don't hold back. But I find that the tragedy is that people don't know who they are. You are yeah. so much more than just your, you know, your, your physical self. Yeah. You are a piece of the infinite. You're a piece of God. So true happiness comes when you see God in everything because then you're completing yourself. You're sort of finishing the puzzle. You're connecting yourself to the entire world. And that's, by the way, the secret to world peace. That people think, you know... You know you know, we're so at loss, so much fighting. But this is a secret. If I see the godliness within myself, I could see it within the world. And then we're all one and fighting is ridiculous. We're all say my, left, my, my left arm never fights with my right leg, even though they're very different. Why? Because they're all part of the same, same body. So in the same way, we need to see God in the entire world. And that's the first of the Ten Commandments. And that also explains why God says, don't approach the mountain. Do you know why? Because when you see me so clearly, there is an incredible urgency to connect, to complete yourself. And they want to, whoa, there's me. There, like, I want to I be a part of, I want to I feel completed. And God was saying, there's no shortcuts. The way you do it is by looking at the trees and looking at the grass and the people and the, and the animals and looking at yourself and looking at your coffee. And looking at the world and seeing me in the world, because the ultimate way of achieving wholeness is is through hard work, right? I want to look at my phone and and uh, you know I don't know waste time, play uh, play some game or or check out what my friend had for breakfast this morning. But instead, I put my phone away and I look out, or open my eyes, and I look out at the world and I appreciate godliness in it. So God says, don't approach the mountain, don't approach the mountain, don't approach the mountain. It's going to be so tempting to, uh, to approach the mountain because, because, excuse me, because, um, because you will see part of yourself. You will feel complete. 
by attaching yourself to God? And the answer is, there are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts in approaching the mountain. Uh, you, you need to work your way there. And then you can, you can feel complete. So, so the, the lesson from this week's Torah portion, my friends, is again, the, check it out. The Ten Commandments are you know, the, 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 the foundation of everything. But the, the, the message from the first and the lessons are that this is how we truly express ourselves. By letting go, letting God, seeing God in everything, and attaching ourselves to the infinite. And in this way, uh, really completing ourselves in a true way. I say that I, the way I feel this message is that, um, that, you know, God is love. And if you, if you knew that everything and everyone around you was a part of you and we are all a part of it together, then it would be all love. And, um, you know, I like I, I'm I'm coming off of um, a lot of emotion um, after the um, the hostage situation here in Colleyville last weekend, last Shabbos, um, and um, you know just the world's reaction or lack of reaction, and um, all I can think about. And then you know MLK Day was Monday, and his whole message was. Um, you know, that hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And um, so I, I just feel like if we could all really internalize the message that we're all connected um, and everything comes from the same place, then we would be able to accept each other. And hopefully acceptance would lead to love. Um, and so I just think it's a beautiful message that is really really resonating deeply within me today and this week. So I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. This is, it's so foundational. And, uh, and, you know, of course we start with ourselves. And if I, if I'm able to connect to the godliness within me and I live in that way, so it's contagious. You know, I always tell the students, really, we should uh, stand with a sign on the subway saying, you know, you are a piece of the infinite. You know, like, hey, do you know that you're, you know, that you're holy? Do you know you're a piece of the infinite? We should really do that on the subway. But we are required to do something much more difficult. It might be challenging to, you know, hold a sign on the subway, but it's much harder to live by example. Yes. Right. To look in the mirror every day and see yourself and to... Um, be honest with yourself, which I think a lot of us, it's very easy, like you said, to look at the phone, to be distracted. Um, There's a million things going on in the world and to just not, and to not see God in everything ourselves. And it it is impossible to expect that from anyone else when we're not doing it, you know, living our life that way. 100%. So starting with ourselves and um, let's do it. So that's the, uh, that's why I said that this is, perhaps the most important uh, lesson, because if you have this, this is every mitzvah that we talk about every week. It, it contains this. This is the seed of every mitzvah. Every, every mitzvah that we do is in order to sort of get our ego out of the way and bring in the infinite, which leads to our own happiness, our own self-perfection, our own, our own joy, as well as, and probably because of, I'm connected to everything. I'm one with everything. I'm one with all people and with the creator. 
And uh, that's the ultimate happiness. The ultimate, ultimate um, messianic age is 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 when everything is so clear. We're not living in this darkness anymore. So let's uh, light up the world. You're holy. Your friends are holy. Your family's holy. I'm holy. 100%. We're all holy. hundred percent. hundred percent. Let's uh, let's remember holy. it. Let's uh, let's remember it. Spread it. Internalize it. And uh, light up the world, my friends. All right, let's light it up. Load it have up, a, up. Uh, have a beautiful Shabbat, regards to the family. Thank you. You too. I'll think about lighting it up when I light my candles tonight. That's it. That's a, a beautiful, beautiful thought. All right, I love Th- it, Rob. Thank you so, thank much, you so much. Shabbat, Shabbat shalom. shalom. Take, Take care, care, everybody. Bye, guys.